Hey, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of The Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird. And, uh, folks, I got a killer, killer interview lined up for you today. Uh, super stoked about the gentleman that we got on the line. This young man has been killing it uh, all over social media. Um, this guy just got out of the military not too long ago. Uh, he was a drill sergeant. Uh, he started. He, he's doing a fitness uh, fitness brand. He's done. He's got T-shirts out there. He's got uh, fitness programs out there. And this guy is a motivational speaker. And if you have not heard of John Burke, you need to get out from the rock that you're living under and get on social media right now because this guy is is all over the place. And I, and I love it. Um, very, uh, very in your face. Like does not give a crap about what people think and i i fucking love it i cannot wait so without further ado john you there yes sir i'm here i appreciate you being on today john um man you are all over that like i you get on facebook or something and you're there you're everywhere yeah it's it's, it's crazy um it's, it's truly humbling to see how many people support my message and the things that I'm saying, and, and a, lot, a good majority of them um, have told me that, you know, I don't agree with everything you say, but what I respect the most about you is your passion and that you actually stand up for what you believe in. And I'm the same way with other people. You know, we may not agree eye to eye on every issue, but the simple fact that you stand up and say what you truly think and you're not scared or backing down from what you believe simply because society can come against you for it. Um, that's something that I admire. You know, we, we live in a society today where we all, you know, we have all these hashtags floating around of real talk and truth. But the moment that you lay some real truth out, people suddenly become offended and, you know, they backpedal. And that's something I just can't stand anymore is, is these people that say these things, like, I'm just being real. It's like, no, you're not. You're lying. You know you're lying. Because there are so many people that I've talked to that are um, big names in social media. And they say one thing, but behind closed doors, they say something entirely different. It's like, why don't you just speak your mind and stop giving a damn what people think? It's, you know, if people won't follow you or people don't like you because of your opinion or because of what you stand for, then chances are you probably didn't want them around you to begin with. Um, and it's not a sense of, you know, surrounding yourself with people that just agree, but people that aren't intelligent enough to see that you have a certain platform or a certain viewpoint on things and respecting you for it. And yet still, you know, we, we can agree to disagree and still be friends. And it's, again, it's, it's, um, you know, I, I thought about it long and hard. It's like, why, why am I all over the place? It, it's, it's very humbling to see what I think a good, a good, um, idea of it or a good reason for it is because when you have all these social media personalities out there, it's mainly entertainment, and I'm not knocking that, but it's kind of like I don't want to be just an entertainer. I want to put out a message that I feel is really um, deep inside of my heart that I want people, I want to shake the people up with truth and discuss these issues in our country and the world that need to be talked about, but some people are too afraid to talk about them because it's just, it's, it's like skating on thin ice. Well, I don't care. Let's talk about this stuff in an intelligent manner and bring it to light and, and see things from different perspectives. But again, so many people out there are just in it for, you know, just to get followers, get likes. And the beauty of my page that I'm very blessed to have, have uh, followers is because that they see me for me. It's not John Burke putting on a front. It's not John Burke pretending to be somebody he's not. It's John Burke being himself, which is an asshole. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I got to add to that, John, because it's like the first time, the first video I ever saw of you on there, it, I think I counted like three F-bombs in the first, I don't know, 10 seconds. And and I was just like, dude, I I, I love this guy. I really, I'm going to follow this guy. Like this is finally somebody out there that doesn't give two, like he woke up this morning, he checked my, uh, I give a fuck. Oh, no, that's empty. I'm all fresh out. You know, I mean, it was just like, dude, that, it's finally nice to hear somebody that's out there laying it out there like listen this is who i am you're either gonna like me or you can fuck off and that's and <laughs> listeners out there those of you that have been following me and listening to my show on and off for the last several years you know how, how i get and it's it john i cannot tell you you're like a breath of, of fresh air i i swear uh it, it's great it got me and I'm, I'm gonna share a personal thing when i when i saw john's video for the first time and I was like all right this cat's you know he's still in he's he's got that definitely got that drill sergeant approach uh, and, and we'll get into that in a second um, mm -hmm. it got me 
thinking about my life. You know, I'm thir- I just turned 38 years old. I'm, I'm a single parent. I got custody of my son. He just turned 13. And I'm thinking, man, what the hell have I been doing the last couple of years? I was like, I used to be pumped. Like, this guy's intense. I was like, I fucking love it. Like, you watch his video, folks. You want to, like, rip your shirt off and go, like, lift a 1,000 pounds. And you're just like, you don't even care, you know? And you feel like you can do that. So... John, can, yeah, can you tell can you tell our listeners a little bit of, of, about your background with your you know where you came from the military and kind of get into that just a little bit? Yeah, certainly. Um, I grew up in a small town called Fort Hedges, Texas. Um, enlisted into the army when I was 17 years old. I dropped out of high school. I received my GED through the army just so I could enlist. And this was like right before September 11 happened. So I was already in the elite entry program, ready to ship the basic. 9/11 happened. Delayed my shift date and then went through, graduated basic in March of uh, 2002, I believe. I came in in October of 01, graduated in March of 02 because we had Christmas Exodus. And uh, March 17th of 2003, I was in the invasion of Iraq at 18 years old. Um, did a 17 month tour there, fought in several different battles out there. Uh, came home, got out of the army, uh, tried to make a goal of it in the civilian world because 20 year old John Burke thought he knew everything. He's like, well, I've been to combat. I, I know, I mean, I'm better than people. And, you know, clearly John Burke, 20-year-old John Burke was full of crap. And I couldn't hold down a job. Um, I was very, um, I guess you could put it in a sense that I was very belligerent. I had issues with authority. And then, you know, I was married. I had my first child. And then bills started piling up, and I really wanted to go back into the Army. So I re-enlisted, went back in, at station with the uh, 504th Military Intelligence Battalion out of uh, Fort Hood, Texas, did a 16-month, uh, excuse me, 15-month tour with them in Iraq. Came back, um, got orders to go to the 101st Airborne, went there, uh, went to the uh, Afghanistan Theater of Combat, served 11 months with them, came home, and uh, was set to take platoon back into combat, and I received orders from the Army saying I'm going to go be a drill sergeant. And I did a drill sergeant thing, training young infantrymen for two years at uh, Fort Benning on Sand Hill, where I grew up as an infantryman when I was, when I was 17 and came in. And um, as soon as I was done with my trail time, I was uh, offered a position by the Army to, well, I should say offered, it was all they had for me because I, um, I called my branch manager, the guy who assigned us our, our next uh, duty assignment. And they said they didn't have anything. Uh, all they had was the range cadre or a small group leader at an NCO academy in Fort Stewart. So I said, give me the NCO Academy in Fort Stewart. I went there for a year, and while there, um, I really saw what the Army had turned into. Even on the trail, I saw it. From visiting my friends back in the other units, talking to them, hearing their messages. I'm talking hundreds of messages of people, and this isn't like one, two, and two. I'm talking numerous messages saying, John, the line has changed. It's not the same. Trade off is picking over. Um, this, this politically correct mentality is, is, is screwing everything up. We can't even discipline soldiers anymore. It all has to go straight to paperwork. And at the time, I was involved. I had just kind of gotten into the fitness world, um, trying to pursue, uh, just for fun, uh, being a brand rep for a certain clothing company that's military affiliated with. Did two months with them while on active duty. And this is how fucked up it was. Um, I didn't know anything about uh, the professional fitness world, to be honest with you. But the way it worked was I could be a brand rep and that's just repping their clothing and advertising it. And normally you think that if you you know, if you're a representative, you get free stuff. No, all I got was a fifteen percent discount oh, to buy their clothes and then advertise with. And they use the military theme to to, you know, have veteran or have uh, reps, you know, be a part of it. It's a very smart um it's a smart scheme, but it's bullshit. Um, so I did that for two months and, you know, it hit me one day, like, why am I doing all this advertising for free when this is before I even had a social media page? Um, why am I trying to push these products when I'm not making anything off it yet? I'm paying to buy this clothing and advertise for it. This is, this is stupid. So when I talked to the, uh, one of the guys who runs it, um, he basically accused me of being selfish, not being a team player. And it's like, are you serious? It's like, I'm, I'm doing free labor for you, you know, granted we're military, but still. So he called me selfish. I talked to my first sergeant that I was, I'm serving with, and he told me, you know, he's like, you know, follow your heart, John. He's like, do what you feel is right. If you want to leave, then leave the company. So I told him, like, I'm leaving. That's when the guy called me selfish, you know, and said I'd never really amount to much. That same day, um, and you talk about just things lining up, man. That same day, I went into the gym I was getting my lift on. It really, it discouraged me. It bothered me that this guy, you know, said I was selfish, that I was 
too arrogant and do things like that. And I made a video. And it wasn't the fat shaming video that everybody says is fat shaming. It was a different video. <laughs> it was just a little motivational video of just, look, I'm tired of the excuses. Get off your ass. And just speaking from the heart, man. And the video got like a million or two million views. And the little page I posted it to, which is the current page I have now, uh, got 30,000 followers. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, people, you know, just, they love the message. They love the intensity. And of course, it was met with a lot of resistance. The people out there saying, well, he's just too mean. He screams and cusses too much. <laughs> and, you know, that right there was just kind of like, it made me think, like, well, maybe I am. But uh, about, you know, a month later, I did another video because I saw the excuses people were making why they couldn't be healthy, why they couldn't exercise. And they were like, I'm so fucking here. I'm so, I'm so fucking sick of hearing this. Um, because, you know, as a drill sergeant, and I was getting up at 3.30 in the morning just to go train for an hour before I'd go to work. And I was working six days a week, you know, sometimes up to 16 to 20-hour days as a drill sergeant. You, you are there all the time training these kids. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, I'm not special, but if I can do it, why the hell can't they? So I made the video of saying, you know, you know, I go against society's beliefs of if you're fat, you're beautiful. No, you're not. Not in my opinion, you're not. From a health perspective, that's horrible. You're killing yourself. And for me to sit here and say, yes, you're beautiful the way you are, fuck that. Fuck that body love movement. It's bullshit. You're, you're enabling people to kill themselves. And you're, and you're sitting there trying to spare their feelings. I would much rather have my feelings hurt and have a good, healthy life than to have my feelings spared and end with a hate myself but not admit it to anybody because, you know, we, we preach love yourself for who you are. You know who I love myself for? Being driven, being goal-oriented taking care of the only body that I've got because I invest in it. And, so, you know, I would say it's a gym bill now or a doctor bill later. It's your call, ultimately. But I made the, uh, the, so the so-called fashion video, and that went worldwide. I mean, they got millions upon millions of views. And it, it got the world in a stir. It was, it was insane, you know. From my perspective, from my standpoint, I'm sitting here, staff on Burke, going, what the fuck did I just start? And this this video it was on Sean Hannity it was on all these all these media outlets it was on Inside Edition I did an interview with them I did an interview with a bunch of stations and the beauty of it was all of them almost all of them twisted my words and they tried to manipulate my message and they came after me and so instead of sitting down taking it like a bitch I fought back and I was calling people out by name I even went on the uh, the TV show The Doctors uh, they flew me out to LA I went on that show. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie, I was nervous about it, but I'm sitting here thinking, it's like I'm about to walk into a TV studio, I felt like little country mouse in the big stage. I walk into this TV studio, and I've got, I'm surrounded by middle-aged, overweight women. It's like, I'm fucked. <laughs> I was like, there's no way that my message is going to stand a chance in this room full of excuses. So these doctors, straight out the get-go, in a very subtle manner, start trying to discredit my message. And all I could think before I went that, on that, that episode was, I've been to Iraq and Afghanistan. I've been shot at and blown the fuck up and mortared. What the fuck are they going to do to me that I haven't already had? Are they going to try and kill me? Fuck no. So let's fight back. Fight back against the politically correct police now um, that has just taken over the world. So these doctors try throwing their medical opinions out there. And there was this one blonde doctor who... Uh, so you're basically saying, you know, obesity, I just came from an obesity seminar, you know, clinic, and she's an OBGYN, by, by, uh, by the way, nice. and saying that obesity, statistics have shown, studies have shown, obesity has nothing to do with willpower. And I'm telling you, man, it took everything within me not to come out of that chair and knife hound that stupid idiot and say, shut the fuck up. You are so fucking stupid. You're educated idiots. I'm not buying your stupid studies. I'm not buying your bullshit, bogus beliefs. Now, granted, there are issues out there in, in the medical world or, or medical conditions, you know, hyperthyroidism, hypothyroidism, you know, things such as that. I understand it. I've done my research on this stuff. But if you want to start throwing statistics at me and study that, you need to look up what the statistics are of people that actually are diagnosed with these issues and it's in the single digits. But suddenly, when you call somebody out on their bullshit, those digits spike to 100%. Like, why are you fat and out of shape? Because they have this. Like, you know, I just saw an infomercial. It's like, oh, so you develop hypochondriasm. It's like, hypochondriac. Really? And it's just when you call somebody into bullshit, they'll either accept it and understand what you're trying to say to them, that it's for a good reason, 
or they will just flat out deny, 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 and start throwing their feelings up, saying, you hurt my feelings, and that's what I just said, well, fuck your feelings. I don't care about your feelings. <laughs> now, in all honesty, I care about someone's feelings in the sense of, look, I'm saying this because I want you to get better. I want you to to do amazing things with your life. I don't want you to die at a young age. Right. I don't want you to be like a friend of mine that died at a very, uh, well, she was like in her in mid forties, you know, overweight, wouldn't change her diet, got her legs cut off, died of diabetes, left her son and, and husband behind. And I saw the impact it left on her son and it, it screwed him up. And all I can think of is I love this woman, but how selfish are you that you can't change yourself to stay around because when you do these things, it doesn't affect just you, it affects the people around you, whether you believe it or not. And as I started preaching more and more of the fitness message, uh, more videos kept going viral. Uh, more people were coming on board saying, you know, he's, he's a breath of fresh air. Like you just said, he's speaking the truth that people are just too afraid to say. And that's when, um, you know, I started leading fitness a little bit. And said, you know what, I'm going to speak on the issues that I feel just that are near and dear to my heart in the, uh, the veteran world. Because I originally tried staying away from that. I wanted to stay primarily fitness focused, but... Suddenly, people were just coming at me left and right saying, John, what's your opinion on this? And I'd make a video, and that video would go viral, and it was just insane. And people were just like, you know, we want to get your opinion on this, get your opinion on that. And I would give it freely, videos would go viral, the page continued to grow. And the next thing you know, you know, I've got a page of very like-minded people that support not only just the message, but the act of standing up and speaking out for what you believe in, and not being one of these damn sheep just, you know, lying along, eating the grass that's provided for them. Instead, they stand up and they act like fucking lies. They say, I don't care if you like me or not. I'm standing up for what I believe in. I'm speaking out for what my beliefs are. And you're not going to infringe on that right. Right now, you know, liberal Hollywood dictates the, the flow of, way of the direction our society is going. I don't fucking like it. Yeah. I think it's stupid. I think we've got these women out there right now that think being a whore is absolutely, you know, okay. Like Miley Cyrus and the Kardashian, these idiots. You got Kanye and all these jokers and all these, our youth look up to these people. So when I stand up and say, why don't we have fucking our General Patton back? Why don't we have our John Waynes and our Clint Eastwoods, our Johnny Cashes? These men that were actually men, not these skinny jean wearing hipster fuckers out there that's just kind of like so, you know, effeminate that I doubt if we ever got attacked, they'd even be able to know what a rifle or a gun looks like to pick it up and fight for themselves. And so it's like, you know what, fuck this bullshit. And, you know, originally I didn't have a problem with these people, but when they started coming after me, it's like, you're just too mean. You know, what, what is a real man? Let's, let's define the term what a man is. Dude, shut the fuck up. These people get so stupid with it. It's like, and I saw this video of these men saying, you know, it, it's very hard being a man in today's society. And I'm sitting here just face palming, shaking my head. And is this what our country has turned into? A nation of crybaby pussies? Is that what we are now? John, to where if you stand up and, 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 and say something um, that's, you know, controversial or contradiction or contradictory towards what, you know, the press says or what Hollywood says, suddenly I'm a bad person. No, it's not. It just means that I have a belief. And I believe that. I was raised where you show respect, you call a woman ma'am, you call a sir, you call a gentleman sir, yep. um, you hold the door for a lady, um, and you act with respect, and you, you respect yourself. Your word is your bond, and you say you're going to do something, you do it. If you make a promise, you follow through with it. You stand up for yourself, you stand up for your friends, you walk away from a fight if you can. I mean, it, it just, it, it's kind of like the, base, the very morals that this nation was founded upon have been dumped by the wayside. And now it's all about, you know, you have these people like, oh, how many women can I fuck? How many of this can I do? And it's like, really? That's what you aspire to do with your life? Yeah. I mean, why? You just, why would you want to live like that when you could aspire to so much greatness that you choose not to? And it blows my mind. John, before we get any further, you know, if, if those listeners out there that are listening, you're listening to this, uh, you're already on the internet. John, if somebody wants to you know, get in touch with you or they have, uh, you know, fitness questions or they want to get you as a, as a motivational speaker or, or work with you, how can one uh, reach out to you? Um, well, right now I have my own website. It's a fitness-based website that um, I will say this in fir first and foremost. This website is unlike any other website out there because, number one, I don't sit there and preach, here's a easy way to get shredded. That website, it's only seven ninety nine a month. It's subscription-based, and I update it weekly with new content. It has a whole series of videos on how to do exercises properly, proper nutrition. And I'm not sitting, I don't go to extremes like you've got to eat, you know, three pieces of celery today. No, it's talking about moderation. It's talking about you can eat what you want to an extent, but 
you not go overboard with it. It breaks down the macronutrients and gives you, it's for beginners in a sense. For those that are needing a good swift verbal and visual kick in the ass, it's the place to go. And that's mdarenafitness.com. And then for motivational speaking engagements, um, you can email me at alwaysinthearena at yahoo.com. Um, and I, you know, I just got done speaking at one um, uh, military ball, and it was very, it was awesome to get around these, these veterans, these, these um, young cadets that are very motivated, that are very just star-eyed, ready to go out there and do amazing things. And it motivates me to see that. But, uh, yeah, that's where you get a hold of me at. And then the John Burke Facebook page is J-O-H-N-B-U-R-K. And uh, but I, I will warn you, it's just, you know, brace yourself. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, folks. When John says brace yourself, I mean you know, sit down, put the seatbelt on. You might want to put a helmet on uh, because it's, <laughs> you're really it's it's well, something. Well, you're a liquor, put a helmet on. But if you have a, a good open mind <laughs> and you're willing to to hear what I have to say without looking at it from a biased perspective, I think I make a lot of valid points. That, and the reason I do this is because I look at things from all perspectives. Yeah, I try and see things from. I look at every problem like a ball. I try and see it from every angle and judge or, you know, make my opinion based off of, you know, the, uh, the, the education I provided myself on that particular issue. And I think that I developed that skill from, or I know I developed that skill from being in the military. Right. The army helped me to become a critical thinker, to not jump into anything, to make a plan, devise a plan, have a backup plan, have a backup plan to the backup plan and see things from every perspective as well as develop a lot of interpersonal tact. Um, understanding that it just it, it taught me so many life lessons that had I not done the military, I know I wouldn't be the same as I am today. I'd probably be one of these crybaby panty wasted fuckers out there that's just thinking <laughs> about how the world owes me a cookie or something. I don't know. It's just one of those things, Matt. You see it so much around here in the news. You know, this, that, and the other. You have all these issues all over the world and just a bunch of whining and crying. And all I can sit there and think is, well, what did you do about is this? You know, are you a victim of your own self-made circumstances? Well, that, if you are, I don't want to fucking hear it. That, that's what I want to ask you. Real quick, folks, if you're listening, again, open up another browser. Go to inthearenafitness.com. Uh, you got to check out, though. It's a badass website. I'm, I'm digging this. Um, John, do you feel like society as a whole, um, are, are we getting weaker as, as time moves forward here? I mean, do you see us turning around anytime soon? Well, um, <laughs> do I see the society running weaker? You know, every generation says that. You know, back in my day, we did this, this, and this. Right. But in all honesty, yes, I do. I do. We have <laughs> we have safe places in colleges now to where if you feel like your feelings are hurt, you can go to the safe place where no <laughs> negative words can be said. Um, we have this millennial generation of crybabies that we're starting to see taken or you no know, uh, um, moving these positions of somewhat authority, and you're seeing the ramifications of it, and you're seeing it poison the generation before that. And like I said, it is this progressive ideology of life is fair, everybody is owed something, nobody owes you anything. You go out there and you work for what you want, and I apply the same mindset towards fitness, where if I look, you want a body you can be proud of, you want to be healthy. Guess what? You're gonna work for it. You're not going to have it handed to you. There is no quick fix. There's no miracle diet. There's no miracle pill. It's you're going to bust your ass and you're going to sacrifice a little bit. But I'll tell you what, you're going to be so much more appreciative once you have it. I mean, I myself was, was fat and out of shape. I was 250 pounds. And then I was like, you know what? i got to make a change because I was embarrassed, man. I didn't like what I saw in the mirror. I didn't want to go to the beach and take my shirt off because I was, I was embarrassed. I had man boobs. I was like, I don't, I don't want women to see me like this. I am... I'm truly um, ashamed of myself. So, you know, one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking do something about this. And I had to stop since, man. And it's just, if I can do it, anybody can do it. But then, then, you know, once I got into the fitness world again, or primarily, I started seeing all these, these bullshit products out there, these waist wraps, this, that, and the other. It's like, hey, if you put this tinfoil on your head, you'll lose, you know, 30 pounds in your ankles. It's like, what the fuck? Are you serious? I'm not lying, man. These products are the exoskeletons that you can wear under your coat that will help improve bicep size. And these people fall for these gimmicks, and they're paying so much money. I'm just sitting here like, I literally want to piss in a bottle and say, this is a piss of Zeus, and if you drink this, you're going to lose 30 pounds in 10 days. Because there's so many people out there that buy into this. And it's like, you know what? Someone's got to stand up and warn these people that there is, it doesn't work. Hold on, John. It's not oh, about that. John, hold on. What was that again? B- bottle what? 
Piss or bottle piss and Zeus. Bottle piss and juice. I'm gonna write that down. That's a new business idea. All right. Or you like bottles? What off of Zeus's ass? I don't know something like that. Do you? you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my own supplement line. I'm gonna call that. It's gonna be called Hercules Hercules ass swag. That's what it's gonna be called. <laughs> It's going to increase gains overnight, strength will increase, muscle mass will increase, fat loss will increase, and you're going to walk around looking like freaking Philippines yeah. and all these other bodybuilders out in, there. In, look increase your libido for you guys out yeah, there. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Oh my so. God, you'll be, be a fucking machine. <laughs> and pregnant woman from 30 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, just looking at there. you. Boom, pregnant. Got it, it. It, lowers, it lowers home interest rates. Yeah, it right. helps you swap off bills. <laughs> I mean, you get your car better gas mileage. I mean, why the fuck not? Let's just sell it to everybody. Let's make it just so fucking ridiculous that people say that there's I gotta try it something because it sounds like it's impossible. And then I'll get a bunch of lying ass people out there say, Oh, this product works for me. He's like, Here's fifty bucks, thank you. <laughs> you know, just buy all these these client reviews that are bullshit. And so for me a lot of those exposing these gimmicks out there for, to protect the people from these idiots out there that are making money. Right. Making money off of selling them these generic diets. And you know, I tell people that look, when you go to this website, and one thing you will not find on my website is a diet plan. Right. Or a workout plan. I show you the exercises and I explain to you why. One diet does not work for everybody. We are all individuals. We all have our own basal metabolic rate, our own calorie level. I mean, it's, the thing is, I give you a diet and say like your basal metabolic rate is 2,200 calories a day. And I give you a diet that's 3,000 calories a day, but hey, for me, it helped me lose weight. For you, it's going to get you fatter. And people don't see that. And so, well, I went on this diet by selling so and I actually got fatter. Yes, because you pay for a generic placebo diet that does not work. Right. It doesn't, it's not tailored to you as an individual. If you're working, that's why personal trainers are there, to tailor a workout plan, a workout regimen, and a good, healthy diet for you as an individual. It's not a generic thing. So part of my message is just calling people out on their bullshit and saying, this is, you're doing it for the wrong reason. For me, I believe in customer satisfaction, which is going to lead to long-term customers. Absolutely. If they see that you're honest with them, they see that you're giving them a good product that you believe in, um, then they're going to stay with you. Customer loyalty goes a long way in my eyes. And I've got a lot of loyal customers on that website that are not big in the fitness, but they subscribe simply to support me and my message. And I, I can't thank them enough. I mean, I really wish they would use the uh, website for more exercise-based reasons. But, you know, they all have their reasons. It is what it is. But, again, I, mean, I believe in giving a good, um, no hold bar, truthful assessment saying, look, you know, from day one, we used to be taught, you know, this is the other thing that's just, we used to be taught that whatever we work for, we could achieve through, you know, passion towards dedication, uh, sacrificing, I mean, fuck, dude, when I was a kid, I was part of the last key generation to where I would come home, I, you know, I was, I, my mom was a single parent, I would go indoors, I would lock the house until she came home from work. Well, I would do my homework, and guess what? I was off to baseball practice. Right. And I would go to baseball practice for an hour or two hours, and I'd come home. I might have gotten an hour of TV and then going to bed. And it, it required dedication. It required sacrifice. I wasn't always able to go out and play with my friends, ride my bikes, do whatever I wanted. And that's how life is. If you want to be successful at something, you know, I say this all the time, but nine to five is the standard. Doing your nine to five job, that's where the standard's that's where the standard people live. It's the five to nine where the leaders live, where the success lays or lies. Right. That's where you've got to apply yourself even more at. So I can go work you know, a nine, 12 hour day. It's what are you doing after that day is over that's going to make you any different than your peers. You know, for me, it's just like the work is never ending. It, it, it's nonstop. I go to sleep every night asking myself, what did I do today to make myself more successful, to make my company grow, to advertise it more, to, to help people? What did I do? And like a lot of times I feel guilty. It's like, fuck, I didn't do enough today. I gotta do, I gotta do more tomorrow. And it's using that mindset that I know I will be successful. I won't accept failure. I won't accept second best. It has to be, it has to be right for me, man. And that's just the way I see everything in life. And these days, society is all about, hey, I, I perform the standard. Where's my trophy? Well, you did your job and you expect a trophy? Fuck yeah. no. Yep. So yep. You come out and you come to me when you've done something truly worthy of you deserving a trophy because, dude, I'm telling you, it's like I have these snapshots in my mind of why I know where I'm at today because when I made that first, or I made the obesity video, I was flying back to Chicago. I was visiting Grump Style. I do clothing for them. And I was on my way back from there, and I'm sitting in the O'Hare International Airport, and I'm looking at a TV, and HBO's running this psychology special of these children that are all getting participation trophies. 
And the woman on there is, you know, she's smiling and saying, well, the reason we do this is you should see the looks on their faces when they receive their trophy. And it creates such a positive impact. And I'm sitting here shaking my head. And I look off to my right, and I see this incredibly obese man stuffing his face with two McDonald's cheeseburgers. And I'm sitting here like, what the fuck is our world turned into? Because the woman on TV is full of shit. Those kids aren't going to appreciate those trophies. They're going to say, oh, wow, awesome, put it on a shelf. And they're not going to give a fuck about it because they didn't work for it. And then off to my right, I see this guy over here stuffing his face, probably going to blame his problems on somebody else in the government, or blaming McDonald's for making him fat. And I'm sitting here, it's just like we are living in a nation of denial, constant denial. There's no individual accountability. There's no personal responsibility. It's often turned into who can I pass the buck off on or who can I sue because I am the way I am. You know, a woman drops hot coffee on her leg, Susan McDonald's, lady, it's hot coffee. What the fuck were you expecting? <laughs> we are handing out stupid prizes and promoting more stupidity. And the sad thing is, we are growing up a young generation of stupid kids. And guess what? They're reproducing like rabbits. And their offspring is stupid because Darwinism no, no longer comes into play. We can't pick off the idiots. We can't, you know, only the strong and smart survive. It doesn't work that way anymore. Now stupid people have an equal fighting chance. And it's not, it's not right. We have an entire nation overpopulated from stupid people. Jeez. John Burke, ladies and gentlemen, I fucking sounds, love this. It sounds mean, right? But it's true. It's I've been waiting. Truth. You just look at the news, brother. Look at the news. God, I've been waiting I mean, for something like this. Oh, my God, I've been waiting for this. Oh, this is it, great. It's fucking crazy, man. Like, I have a radio show myself on VETRS.com, and we talked about last night, we talked about the 16-year-old kid who was shot by the police officer. Yes. And, you know, they pull his car over. Because it's a possible car that fits the description for a car that was involved in a shooting moments before. Pulls him over. This kid is a passenger. Jumps out and takes off. The police officer pursues. There's an altercation. The kid is shot. And turns out he was packing a weapon. And suddenly the media grabs this story. And they start picture, They start posting pictures of this 16-year-old kid. Not when he's 16. But before that, he's clean cut, clean shaved, looks good. But if you look at the pictures now, he's got the gang, he's got a street, he's got a tattoo, a street gang on his neck, yep. he's got gold in his grill, pointing up, pistol at the camera, throwing up gang signs, and look, I'm sorry. And I say this time and time again, you quack like a duck, you walk like a duck, guess what? Chances are you're a fucking duck. Yep. And if you want to go out there and play stupid games, you're going to win stupid prizes. Yeah. And we promote that you can willfully attack police and nothing's going to happen, look, I'm sorry. Stupid people getting killed? That's Darwinism. I mean, kind of, there was another story of a lady coming after a police officer responding to a call, and she's walking towards him with a battle axe. Something straight out of the Warcraft. This thing was fucking huge. And the police officer is there and says, man, back up, back up, put it down. She doesn't respond. He backs into a car, can no longer evade, and he pops in the chest and kills her. And said to everybody, get their arm and say, no, it's racing. That stupid woman came out of here with a fucking battle axe. I don't care if you're neon green. I'm going to drop your ass. But let's promote the city. Let's throw racism at it and say it's because she was black. No. Racism has nothing to do with it. It's because she was stupid. Yeah. You play stupid games. You win stupid prizes. You attack the police. You're going to get attacked. It works. I mean, it's real. You know, it used to be that you attack America. We're going to attack that. We stand up for ourselves. But now we're preaching more so along the lines of, well, we should try and understand why that person attacked us. Yeah. Because they might have issues in their life. You know what fixes that? Wiping the fucking nose. <laughs> Knocking some teeth down the throat saying, don't fuck with me because you're going to fuck up. You're going to do the wrong thing. But hey, let's all these people out there trying to turn everything into from, you know, the aggressor now becomes the victim. I could sit there and get punched in the face by this person, and people say, well, there's a guy. He probably has issues. He's trying to take those issues out on you. He needs help. I don't want this fucker's ass. Don't do that bullshit. You attack me. I'm fighting back. <laughs> and that's, what I, that's how I feel on social media. You wanna, I have this one dude. He's a writer in this, this men's health magazine. There's some magazine out there. And no shithead. Constantly comes after. He belittles my military service. He calls me a gym douche. He calls me this, that, and the other. And he's always talking about his proteges. He's always talking about this is my. I don't fucking call him out. But his name's James Bell. He's another <laughs> fuck card out there in the fitness world that thinks he's. And he's fucking Canadian. He comes after me with me comparing me to Donald Trump, saying I'm a man. He's like, dude, you're fucking Canadian. You don't even vote with us. Shut the fuck up. 
But it's, well, I'm not knocking Canadians, but it's like, I would go to Canada and start, you know, or criticizing can- Canadian forms of government, and you know, it's none of my fucking business. I don't care about that. But this shithead, he's always out there saying, like, well, I've got, you know, this medical community backing what I say. Dude, I don't care if, you know, third world aliens came down from Mars saying what he says is true. It doesn't make it right. And this guy, he always accuses me of being a gym douche, being too mean, saying the way the methodology I use of being a drill sergeant just doesn't work. It, it shuts people down. I'm sitting here saying, point at the page, like, look, dude, 230,000 followers and growing. Don't tell me it doesn't work. Right. The stories I hear, the messages I see, you know, there is no one size fits all for motivation. I am not for everybody. I've never said that I was. But, you know, you have these douchebags out there that are trying to what we call military strap hang. They're trying to hang on to me and serve as like the anti-her and generate a following that way. So that's what you really want. Right. You feel free because the people that follow the page are incredibly smart and they're loyal. And they will attack a motherfucker that comes after me with a bullshit excuse. Yeah. But they will stand up and say, John, you're wrong when somebody's right. And I respect that. And like, you know what? They make some points. I'm going to adjust fire. I'm going to think about this. Right. But this douchebag, oh my God, if you could see this guy, he just... And he preaches these messages of, you know, why I don't cross it, why I don't believe that kids participate in sports because it's very detrimental, like boxing, you know, brain injury, no thanks. But, dude, how the fuck do you have sex with your wife when you don't have a dick hanging between your legs? I mean, I really wonder. I really wonder. Is it like a lesbian trio or combo? I, I don't know. Because I don't know if this guy has kids. It's got to be an apostle. He has to have a doctor because the guy doesn't have balls. He doesn't have balls. He's just another one of these crybaby liberal fuckers out there and, and then he starts accusing me and saying, you know, it's the same kind of mentality that John Burke has is, well, he's probably a racist. And it's like, oh, my God, this guy is stupid. <laughs> but the beauty of it is this, and I'll leave it at this fucker right here. If I ever see this guy in real life, and I hope I do, I can't wait to see what he does. Because he's like, what, are you going to threaten me with violence? But, dude, if you want to talk shit, back it up. I don't want to take it to that level, but if you think that you're just such a hot shot yeah. and you want to call me out on social media, you're another fucking keyboard ranger. Right. If you want to meet up and handle this like men, I am more than happy to assist you. I will <laughs> gladly skull fuck you in front of the entire world. <laughs> I mean, these little shitheads out there that fucking, you know, you give them a keyboard and suddenly they turn into Rambo. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, oh and, my God. And folks, and the biggest thing I always said to him is like, dude, did you even serve? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is what I've been waiting for for, for quite a while. And this is, a, like I said, when I said this was going to be a special interview uh, on the Decision Hour today, I meant exactly that. And you can see why. Uh, listen. <laughs> <laughs> This is exactly what America needs, and we need more men like John Burke out there right now because he, he speaks the truth, he speaks his mind, and he could give two shits on whether you agree with him or not. If you don't like him, it's real simple. If you're because most you're, you're going to be on the computer, you're looking at his stuff. If you don't like him, there's a little red X button. You can just either skip to the next page or or just don't follow him. Then I mean, the, the, oh, yeah. like like John said, he he's not for everybody. But I love love how he gets out there and speaks his mind. And and it's I felt the same way. And 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 I'm ashamed, I'm ashamed to admit I'm going to admit this right now on air that. I got soft for the, for for quite a while there because I had that mentality. I don't I don't care what people think about me. You either gonna like me or you don't. If you don't like me, that's your loss. I, good luck to you. Whatever. Fuck off. You know. And I feel like John's got that 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 same uh, mindset. On top of it, though, if you if you listen to what he's saying, he's he's helping people out. He's changing people's lives. He's he said it earlier with with the with the uh, the lady that unfortunately. Um, past that you cared about because you didn't change your life on a a healthy aspect you listen to what john's saying raw complete rawness and that's i love stuff like that i i feed off of stuff like that because it gets you hype it gets you motivated you want to get out there and do that and if you can listen to the message what he's really saying is get off your ass and take care of yourself and that's what we need we're too we're a society, we're a lazy society. We've all become dependent on the government, thinking that the government's going to take care of you, or we got to do this, or we got to do that, or, hey, I need to buy this product because, you know, it was on Dr. Phil or whatever talk show, some bullshit. 
uh, mm-hmm. type stuff. Hey, we got, I got to get that because it worked for these people here. You're a fucking moron. Do you, and and, the, and that's the other thing. Well, I saw it in an infomercial, so it must it must work. Do your homework. People are so damn lazy, and I've been saying this for the last two years. Don't believe. Don't even. As I'm sitting here talking, as you're listening to this, folks, don't believe what I say. Don't even believe what John says. Hear what we're saying, and then go do your own research and come to your own conclusion. You're going to see, you're going to come back to us and be like, fuck, those guys were right. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Oh, man. It's it's creating critical thinkers out there, people that are willing to not accept things at face value, but rather than just believe what somebody says, they go do their own research. Yeah. I mean, it it blows my mind, dude. And, you know, here's, I don't blame people for falling into into this, this category of feeling stagnant. That's what we're surrounded by. We're surrounded by essentially the enemy of success. Yep. We are surrounded by complacency. We are surrounded by uh, mediocrity. And that's become the standard now. You know, it's okay to not apply yourself. You can be fine. Um, you can be perfectly content living a mediocre life. No, fuck that. No way. I'm not content with that. I'm not content doing a nine to five. I don't want to do that shit. I want to do my, I want to make my own call. I want my own business. Be my own boss. Be successful. Because I know that the people I worked for, I was better than. I could be so much better. I was just driven, and they weren't. But for some reason, they weren't charged. And, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that when you surround yourself with this constant negativity, you're going to become negative. When you hang out with losers, guess what? Your chances are you're probably going to become a loser. You need to surround yourself with people that are going to push you. They're going to lift you up and say, I'm not accepting, you know, an excuse. You know, why aren't you doing this? Well, because, no, that's an excuse and you know it. Let's go. And they don't do it because they hate you. If people could just see, they do it because they love you. They want to see you succeed. It's, it's like with my children. I don't discipline them because I hate them. I discipline them because I love them. Right. If I didn't love them, I wouldn't tell them shit. I'm like, yeah, do whatever you want. And that's what we have so much today is parental delinquency. Right. We have children whose parents don't get involved and they don't care. And guess what? Somebody will take interest in your child. If it's not you, it could be the cops. And that's where people go wrong. You know, that's where we have this society that promotes, you know, don't spank your kids, don't do this. Well, guess what? Now we've got a generation of just little assholes, disrespectful assholes. And it's, it's insane. I can go it, off it, on that. No, it, for, it, it, I, I, I'm a substitute teacher a couple times a month at a, at a junior high school. And uh, mm-hmm. the first time I walked in, it, it was... I was like, I got two rules. It was like, just raise your hand if you got to get out of your seat and raise your hand if you have a question. I was like, I'm going to let you guys talk amongst yourselves. I was like, use your indoor voice. I was like, you break any one of my rules, I'm going to give you detention. I'm not going to give you a warning. I'm not going to, you know, write a letter or any of this other crap. You're just going to do detention. It's that simple. And like the look on these kids' face were like, oh, this guy's a jerk. And and, and, right, and rightfully so. Everybody kind of knew who I was because it was my son's, you know, I, I got lucky and I, I pulled my son's class and my son told everybody, he's like, listen, do not piss my dad off. You, you do not want <laughs> to piss my dad off He's for two reasons. One, you don't want to piss him off. And two, I got to deal with it when I get home. So, you know, don't, don't do it. And it was, you know, the, later on that day, the teachers were coming, like the kids were different today because you were here. And it was like, if you, if you teachers and you, you adults, and even I told some of the parents afterwards, if you guys got more involved and just laid down the ground rules and stuck with them, you wouldn't have this problem. I see too many adults and too many parents that, well, my kid did this, so we're going to let that slide. Or No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. You beat your kid's ass. Exactly. You're going to ground them. You're going to take away. And if you can't spank them or whatever, you don't believe in that, fine. Take away their cell phone, their 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 laptop. Find what your kid cares about and take that away from it and see how, what their reaction is. And you take it away for not a day or two. Take it away for a week, two weeks, and you see a change in your kid pretty quickly. Uh, at least in, 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 in mine. That's what I do with my son. Hey, give me that shit. You're not, oh, come on, Dad. No, no, no. It's, it, I'm, I'm taking it. It's mine. I own it now. You know, and, and until, and until the end, stuff like, changes. You know, teachers, they're almost like cut off the knees because now the parents no longer think of the child a problem. They think of the teacher's a problem. Exactly. Be where the teacher sent a note home. I was like, well, what are you doing in class as opposed to, who does your teacher think he is? Like, well, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to teach your child, but your child's acting like a little ass hat. What do you want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to take him out of my class. And yeah. that's what, you know, curves a lot of the learning is you have these little jackasses in the class wanting to be, you know, they have a shitty home life. Um, and I see a lot of these videos on the internet of these, these students acting up in class, like, 
why are they all out of their desks right now? Why are they not seated? Because like for us, it was like you're in your desk before the bell rings, oh, and yeah. you will not get up unless you have to go to the bathroom. You sit there and you learn. Yep. Now it's just it's like high schools and middle schools have become colleges. Yep. They can do, it, do, it, do it whatever you, do whatever you want. Yo, you're the kid. You do whatever you want. You don't have to listen to me. I remember growing up. I grew up in a small town in Wisconsin. And when I was a kid, you got sent to the principal's office. That was back in the day where the principal still had that big paddle. You know, oh, yeah. where you did something wrong, he had that paddle in your hand. You were just like, man, I hope he goes light on my ass today because this is mm-hmm. going to hurt, you know? And, and nowadays it's unfortunate. I'm all for bringing that back personally, but that's, you oh, know. Oh, that, hell yeah. You know, You're a band thing. teacher. I remember people were getting swapped in band. Like, what? Gym <laughs> class, you get swapped. The print of me swapped were fucking everywhere. <laughs> I mean, you could, they even gave us a choice. They said you could do after school detention or take two swaps. And most people chose the after school detention because those swaps hurt. Yeah. <laughs> God. Listen, John, I want to I want to make sure that we highlight uh, some of the other stuff that you're doing. Uh, you, you mentioned Grunt, uh, Grunt Style, and I know you got some shirts out there with them. I definitely want to give them a shout out. So um, is there is there a code or something? If somebody goes to GruntStyle.com, uh, is there any any particular code or, or any particular shirt to look for? Um, well, it's just, it's just grunstyle.com slash John Burke. And there's really no code. It's just, it's all the one brand and the arena brand right there. You can see it all there. It's, uh, it's offensive kind of stuff. It's boys fitness, it's motivation and things such as that. It's definitely kind of stuff that people probably won't want to wear in certain areas because they'll get looked at funny. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, but who gives a shit, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And then you said you had your own, you had, and I caught some of your show last night a little bit. Uh, Go ahead and and, and let's blast that out there too. So if somebody wants to listen to your show, where can they find that? Uh, They can find it every Wednesday night, uh, 9 p.m. EST, we go live, and it is at VETRS.com. It's called Fire for Effect Radio. Um, It will be available via podcast download after the next uh, show on iTunes. Um, and we're just, it's constantly, it's just, like I said, it's basically, you and I have just talked about, it's basically the same thing on that show. And we, we bring to life, I think last time we also talked about the transgender public bathroom thing in North Carolina. We have high caller interaction. We, we want to get people involved and hear their uh, opinions on it. But, uh, it, it's just, it's a lot of fun. We, we just, we talk to people, we, we pick their brains, we all be discussing in a very civilized manner. And it's, it's just, it's a really, it's a good show. I'm really proud of it. It's coming a long way. Yeah, it, it really but, has. Yeah. It, was, it was fun watching it last night and then seeing all the people that were getting involved in the uh, uh, live feed on the Facebook there was, was something else. So congratulations on all your success. I appreciate that. So listen, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you're listening to the Decision Hour. We got a very special guest and all American badass, uh, John Burke. Uh, you got to check out his website. Go to inthearenafitness.com. Uh, if you if you love like military shirts, Grunt Style, they're, they're a great company. I own a few of their shirts. I just ordered John's about ten minutes ago as I'm sitting here, uh, dib dabbing on it. It's got a, a, the Beast uh, one in the arena. is a badass looking shirt, so I just ordered that. Um, go to gruntstyle.com forward slash John Burke. You got to check that out. And then every Wednesday night, you can hear John uh, on his radio show, Fire for Effect, by going to VET rs.com uh make sure you check that out john i know you're busy man and i appreciate all the time that you've spent with us today uh you got any parting words before we let you go today no no i appreciate you having me on the show i'm really grateful for it it's it's wonderful to have people out there that are like-minded willing to stand up for what they believe in even if we disagree on issues at least you're standing up for what you believe in and i respect that so, I mean, again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for the support. I really appreciate it, and thank you for having me on here. Right, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was John Burke. What an intense interview. And, uh, John, thank you again so much for for taking the time out of your day to come on the Decision Hour. Uh, it was very – I think people are going to love this. And, and, and if you don't, you, you people are crazy. Uh, and I don't say that very often, but you, you guys, you got to follow this this guy. He is something else. Get on Facebook. Look up John Burke. Uh, check out his website, in the arena fitness.com it's in the arena fitness.com um and also you can listen to his radio show every wednesday night at vet 
rs.com and the show is called fire for effect folks that's all the time we got today i want to give a special thanks to heroes media group uh, our network uh, all the sponsors um, and all you fans out there thank you so much for allowing us to be out here and and talking to you guys each week so until next week i'm adam thanks for listening to the decision hour Get trapped.